Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets Podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. I've been kicking it like I know Kung Fu. And Justin the Russian Concussion Mascaro. How are you feeling? Good. Feeling good. Episode 101 of Big Easy Bets is brought to you by Prediction Strike. Go to the App Store, download their easy-to-use app, or go to their website, www.predictionstrike.com. Stock market for athletes. A lot of people out this week. A lot of healthy scratches as the playoffs have already been decided. Go scoop somebody who might be flying under the radar. Buy low, sell high. When he lights it up this week, use the promo code Big Easy Bets, all one word. They will match your free athlete share of $20 or more. Predictionstrike.com. All right. Episode 101. 101. I don't know why I can't get that out. I'm not good. I'm not used to the triple digits. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Biggest game of the year by far. The matchup was set in stone um, before the season even started. We knew this is what we were going to get. Georgia versus Bama. The two best teams, far and away, the rematch of the SEC championship. But before we get to that, we got to break down last week's games, and there's some other shit we need to talk about too. Um, first things first, LSU basketball with a huge win over Kentucky, a huge win. That was yeah. an awesome game. Tried to fuck fucking blow it, eight point lead with two minutes left, and the next thing I know, I'm like, we're up three or two. I was like, what happened? Um, Eric Gaines, dude. It's like he reminds me of like. Russell Westbrook with a little bit of different game, but like in the sense of you got to take the good with the bad. And sometimes the bad will outweigh the good, but when it's good, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like that one play he made, I don't know if you were watching, but he got two feet in the lane, dropped it off over Efton Reed's head. Like it was a crazy, that crazy that he even caught it. Um, and then he ends up getting fouled, going to the line. It was just, dude is like, like I said, take the good with the bad. Um, but super, super talented, can jump out the gym. Darius Days with some cold-blooded threes down there at the biggest moments of the game. But to knock off the number 16-ranked Kentucky Wildcats, I think it was 16, LSU was favored in that game. Yeah. Like that. When's the last time LSU was favored? I know it was on the home court, but against Kentucky? Mm-hmm. That's, that was an impressive win. Uh, I think they held Kentucky to like four points in the final 12 minutes. Uh, extremely impressive. If we can just minimize our cold stretches on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, we can beat anybody. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a futures bet on LSU. Throw a little something, make make a lot of something. So uh, get it while you can. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they're going to be fun to watch in the tournament oh, come yeah. March. Yeah, yeah, and they got a big game on Saturday against Tennessee. Oh, dude, the SEC, the whole conference play, like their their next like month is fucking stacked. Yeah, like it's going to be so hard if 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 we can come out of that with only like three losses, I'll be I'll be satisfied. That's going to be really tough. Oh, yeah. It's a huge, huge stretch. Um, all right. Speaking of LSU, LSU football. Obviously, we'll recap it. We were on it. Um, what What are your takeaways? What well, like What is your overall thought just looking at the game, watching the game? Uh, I'm assuming you watched. Um, like, what is your main takeaway? Well, I mean, we didn't have any of our players. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So... I mean, like people on Twitter are like, that we, was we so didn't fucking know that when we recorded. Well, we kind of did. 
Not really. We, we were knew without, the quarterbacks were in question. Yeah, but that wasn't even the biggest issue, in my opinion. The big issue was in the first two drives, well, we couldn't stop. We got run. Kansas State into multiple third down, mm-hmm. third and longs, and we couldn't get off the field. There was 29 plays run by Kansas State in the first two drives. Yeah. So the game was over then. No, yeah, they were putting together like eight-minute drives. And then, yeah, they converted two fourth downs. Um, so they were six of eight on third down in the first half and two for two on fourth down. So when they failed on third down, they got it on fourth down. Yep. And they scored every possession they had it. So Yeah. Um. No, honestly, yeah, my main takeaway is if you had high expectations going into that game, like with all the people that were out, like you need to you need to reevaluate yourself. Yeah, but when we recorded, we knew that Damone Clark wasn't going to play, that Neil Farrell was opting out, and that we didn't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. There was so many more players out than that. Yeah. I know. No, no, there even... was. Yeah, yeah, there was a ton. It, it, it was it was an insane amount. The fact that the amount of scholarship players that we had, like, um. But, yeah, no, I mean, we talked about it in the car. I was like, ain't no fucking way. I'm, I said, if Kirkland's playing quarterback. Well, he didn't do that bad. No, he. I mean, he didn't do that bad. But if our defense would have gotten stops when they, sh- when they should have, if we had our yeah. starting players, like I thought we were. No, yeah, or, let's put it this way. I was starting super running impressed. back or. I was impressed with his uh, willingness to, like, not shy away from the moment. And I thought that that was really cool. His postgame press conference was awesome. Um, but, I mean, he – rightfully so the dude's not a fucking quarterback he's he got recruited to play corner transition to wide receiver and then now next thing you know he's under center or, or he's in the shotgun taking fucking snaps but he threw that one that was just a throw up as he was getting smoked so yeah. the first pick um but yeah no i'm not like knocking kirkland by any means there was no no chance there was no shot i mean i we got it at three i got it at three and a half it grew to nine and a half and i mean as, even then i uh, I was like, that's still probably not enough. But, I mean, that dude. Uh, the pit- big thing, though, is the, the defense yeah. was just. No, yeah, we had people that. We had no starting linebackers. Yeah. Um, That was the biggest problem. The defensive backs, I don't know who. Pig Cage. Was out there. Like, dude where the hell hard. is Sage Ryan? Where the hell is, like, no. all these players that we used to have? Yeah. No, I know. But, I, honestly. I, I don't know why so many. Like, they're saying academics. Opt outs, yeah. Trance, I was like, yeah, it was all different kind of. No, it was weird. Honestly, I I was fully convinced that that was going to be a COVID cancellation game. Like, ah, somebody tested positive. I can guarantee you, we have far less than A and M probably would have had. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Same same with UCLA. Like UCLA were were the biggest bitches with that. But even if you look at those first two drives, we got them into multiple third down and longs Mm -hmm. and allowed them to convert on two fourth downs, one of them which was absolutely horrible. I was on the under, so I'm praying for it. So it's like that game would have been a lot different um, if you can get stops there. Yeah, they let the quarterback on that one where he's rolling out to the right and then he like jukes back in between the two of them and pick it up. I was like, fuck, man. That one was aggravating. Um, but yeah, I got, I have respect. I have respect for Kirkland. Uh, I've, his, his attitude towards it, all of that, like it was kind of just go out there and play. You got nothing to lose type of thing. But the people saying like, this is a stain on our program and shit like that. It's like, yeah. uh, I mean, re fucking lax, dude. It's the tax act, Texas bowl that we never should have even played in. Like let Kansas state act like they did something good for fucking you. Who cared? Dude, they were talking shit to Kirkland. Well, you're talking shit to a corner converted to wide receiver converted to quarterback. Like, why are you trash talking the dude? Um, 
But yeah, uh, whatever. It is what oh, it is. Oh, then Mike Jones. Yeah. Fucking drops a sure thing, pick yeah. six. Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. is a 14 point fucking swing right there. Yeah. So it's like there was so many. The game started off so so bad. Mm-hmm. It was like there was no way you could possibly. Well, you can't start like that when you have a wide receiver. Yeah, that's exactly the point I'm trying to make is that nothing went LSU's way yeah. to start that game. And they, they had opportunities to get off the field, to get a turnover that could have resulted in a touchdown. It's no, like. Oh, yeah. All of those people sitting out, it's like, are you happy? Yeah. Like we got embarrassed. What the? Because why, y'all are all why was the kicker pitches. sitting out? No, I have. I know. I think they said he got hurt. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they said he got hurt. And then right. Jack Besh was out. He was in uniform, but didn't yeah. play. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. No. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the old. Like, He's our leading receiver yeah. in terms of receptions. Yeah. A lot of the uh, players, like like previous players, alumni, all of that, were like, I still take, I'll still take LSU. It's like you know, like the ones who sat out. Because they were posting pictures like, oh, forever LSU, and those are my brothers. It's like, no, you fucking sold out on them. Yeah. Like, you made them go out there and get embarrassed by a team that is not as good as them. Not as good. The, Kansas State, on their best day, is not as – a full-powered Kansas State versus a full-powered LSU is not as good as LSU on their worst day. Yeah, if we had all of our players, the game would have been a close game. I'm I'm convinced that it You're would. saying with Kirkland? With our – play with our if we have our linebackers, Baskerville um, – Navante K. Strong or whatever his name mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. and Mike Jones, that game's totally different. Yeah. Because we were doing well in the beginning stopping the run. Yeah. It was Thompson making plays on third and long. It was so frustrating to watch. Who's number, what's number four? What's his name again? Harris. Something yeah, Harris. he was getting exposed. He sucks. Fucking on he third He should down. play linebacker, dude. He cannot guard. He can't guard wide receivers yeah. at the collegiate level. Well, he level. was fucking the reason they kept moving the chains a lot of times. Yeah. He was getting burnt. Um... But yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Um, I was on Kansas State, so easiest bet of the fucking week. <laughs> um, all right, Saints pick up a much needed win um, to keep the keep the hopes alive. Great play, great performance by the defense. Incredible performance. I got to give credit to Cam Jordan because I was calling for Cam Jordan's head uh, when it when he wasn't producing. But once the D line got healthy and some of that pressure got taken off of him. Dude's been fucking shining lately. Another double-digit sack season. Uh, very impressive. I think he had three and a half sacks, maybe two and a half, something like that. Uh, gotta love it. Yeah, I think he's got like eight in the past three games. Yeah, which is, I think, honestly, I think he's been going crazy since we were at Chappelle, Chappelle's show and I yelled to him. <laughs> yeah, said, no, yeah. fucking put on for the city. <laughs> I said, you better fuck Tom Brady up. He said, I got you. And then, I mean, he did. Um but yeah, much needed win. We need a uh, San Francisco loss, and we got to win this week, and we'll backdoor our way into the playoffs and try to fuck somebody's season up. But the main thing that I want to talk about, because everybody wants to keep talking about it, going back and forth with people, um, Taysom Hill. What? What? How? How? How are you feeling about Taysom Hill? What about him? Should he be the starter? Pitch me Taysom Hill from the standpoint of somebody that thinks he should be the starter going forward. You want me to pretend? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fake it. Like if Jameis is healthy? It, like going forward next season. Oh. Yeah, for the franchise, the, who, the franchise yeah, quarterback. Yeah, we're trying to pick who our franchise quarterback is, and you think it should be Taysom Hill. Tell me yeah, why. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Tell me why. <laughs> All right, Justin, you do it. I can't. So, I mean, you, one of y'all can do it. Tell me why. Well, I don't support Taysom Hill being the franchise quarterback. Uh, dude, can I call Joseph? Can I phone a friend? Because <laughs> Joseph did. No, I don't know. 
why anyone would say something like that. No, <laughs> yeah, no, trust me. I've been going back and forth. Um, I'm, I might literally try to call Joseph. This be the first. I'd like to hear. This will be the reason. first time. Um, first time that we we make a phone. I don't know if I'll be able to. Hold on. Let's see. And odds are he doesn't answer, or he'll say something stupid. Let's see. Bear with us. Just for context, Joseph was big on um, was big on Taysom. Yeah. There we go. Let's see. <laughs> Yo. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, no, I can't. All right. Uh, real quick, pitch me from the standpoint of somebody. Well, I mean, no, just pitch me with your with your honest truth. Why should Taysom Hill be the starting quarterback at the New Orleans Saints going forward? next season and beyond he shouldn't okay well you were a Taysom guy so flash back a couple months why give pitch me on Taysom why should it Taysom doesn't matter if I was a Taysom guy like the game you can be swayed like he oh. showed me he's not worthy okay but back in the day when you were a Taysom guy what what why because, did you feel like because he, of the athleticism the, the mobility like you see the guys like Lamar Jackson taking a league by storm that are incredible athletes. And that's why I thought Taysom Hill would be. I thought he'd be able to get the best of both worlds, but he, would, he wasn't. Can't throw. Okay. So how, how do you feel at the moment? What you mean? So you're, you're out on Taysom. Bro. <laughs> you don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought yeah. I, I was, I, I needed to be sold on it. I wanted to be sold on it. So I thought you were going to sell me a little bit better. Show him as in, like, like vouch for him? Pitch me why Taysom Hill should be the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. He shouldn't. He shouldn't <laughs> even be the starting quarterback. I'm, we're playing hypothetical here. You know what? He should be the starting fucking tight end. <laughs> okay. All right. Put, what's his name at Wado? Juwan Johnson. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. You ain't calling the shots. All <laughs> right. I just hung up on him. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so Joseph was a Taysom guy, but now he's not. Um, but, yeah, my point being, there's a, a ton of people out there that think Taysom Hill should be the starting quarterback. I was going back and forth with these people on uh, Facebook. Yeah, a lot of people on Twitter think <laughs> that. Twitter as well. Like It should be him. I don't get it. I question not only your football IQ – but just your overall intelligence as a human being, if you really think that Taysom Hill should be a franchise quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, a guy literally yesterday told me, you don't think that he could be a gap quarterback for three to four years and then we go get Arch Manning? What? <laughs> Arch Manning could fucking decide he doesn't want to play football. He could suck. He could get sick. Who, who the fuck knows? Anything could happen. He's in high school. He still has to go to college for three fucking years. Yep. But we're going to sit with Taysom, and we're going to wait and hope that by some chance. So I'm assuming that you now think that because we are with Taysom that we're going to fucking suck and get the number one overall pick and get Arch Manning. He said, you wouldn't do that? He said some shit like that. Um, I was like, no. He's like, would you sell the house right now for Russell? Yes. 
Yes. Sell them all. Within reason, but yeah. I would fucking mortgage the franchise for Russell Wilson. Yeah. I don't fuck I don't understand. I don't get it. Taysom threw a ball that should have clearly been intercepted against Carolina. The, the intentional oh, yeah, grounding fucked us out of three points. His pocket awareness sucks. His indecisiveness on whether he not whether or not he wants to stay in the pocket or roll out and scramble and use his greatest athlete, asset, his mobility, he, he doesn't decide. So it's like he, he, he's so indecisive on what he's going to do. He can't throw a goddamn check down without sailing it over his head. Uh, it, it's, it's the most nauseating thing to watch. He's not a good quarterback. But a lot of people think he is. And you, you heard what Joseph said? The, the reason why, and dude, I've said it before, the reason why the majority of people that want to see Taysom play quarterback are white guys because he plays a black-style quarterback. Yeah, but he sucks. Yeah, he pl- he plays he he's what so they have to sit there and watch Lamar Jackson win an MVP and it's oh, Taysom's the white hope. He could be our savior. He could do that. Just not as good, not as fast or as I mean, Lamar's not a good quarterback. I've gone on record a million fucking times and said that. Taysom Hill cannot hold Lamar Jackson's jock strap any day of the week. He's not a good quarterback. I don't understand. How many times we have to still have this talk? And they, if I hear six and two starting record again, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. Yeah, that that's stupid. Who did he beat? Mm-hmm. Atlanta twice last year. They sucked. They drafted Kyle Pitts top five. Atlanta twice. The Broncos without a fucking quarterback. The Jets this year, and he tried to fuck the under. Then Tampa without scoring a touchdown. And then I don't know who the fuck the other one was J- yesterday. Carolina, eighteen to ten. I, I don't. I couldn't give two fucks about his record, at all. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. Yeah, if yeah. we didn't have the defense we did now, we wouldn't even. We would have like three or four wins. We would be zero and five. Yeah, with Taysom. I mean, we would be zero and seven with Taysom. I don't. Like, oh, we're, we're counting the Broncos game. That's like Kansas State counting the LSU game. Mm-hmm. Like what? They had what, what was his name? Chris Hinton playing wide receiver wide receiver playing quarterback? Yeah, he wasn't even He was like a third starting wide receiver. He was a practice squad wide yes. receiver. Yes. Who played Yes. And we're counting that takes from six and two. And the guy's like he's got seven touchdowns. I said, Oh, you didn't want to talk about the fact that he had fucking eight interceptions? He's got more interceptions than he does touchdowns. He's got a fifty percent completion percentage. It's his college stats. He played for BYU. It, it aggravates the fuck out of me, dude. I'm so tired. And, and I don't even hate Taysom. I don't dislike Taysom. I hope Taysom succeeds. He's just a shitty quarterback. And everybody with this, like, like fascination with it and, and trying to compare him to Jameis. Stop fucking trying to compare him to Jameis Winston. They're not on the same goddamn level. Not even close. Not even close. One guy was a Heisman Trophy National Championship winning quarterback, number one overall pick. The other guy has a highlight reel at BYU where he's not doing nothing but running the football as a quarterback. They're not they're not on the same level. I don't know. I, I want to bury the Taysom the Taysom debate. But I Yeah, I didn't know people were uh still all the time hoping for him to be the quarterback. All the time. Yeah. I I asked a guy last night or yeah, I think it was yesterday. I said, Can we win a Super Bowl with Taysom Hill? Didn't acknowledge it. Just says some other dumb shit. 
I said, let's make a bet. I said, I guarantee you. I said, I bet you that he will never be a starting quarterback in the NFL again, long-term, like franchise quarterback. Like if somebody gets hurt and he steps in for a game, that doesn't count. And the guy was like, all right, deal. I was like, we didn't name the terms of the bet. I don't know who you are. I'm not even friends with you on Facebook. You're commenting on something. Like I was like, I don't even know if you exist. I was like, this could be a burner account for all I know. Like, so I don't know, dude. Anybody, if you think Taysom Hill should be the quarterback, you need to go look yourself in the mirror and then go fuck yourself. So Taysom Hill is not the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints going forward. He never will be. You have no idea what you're talking about. You need to reevaluate your football IQ and your overall IQ as a human being. That's my, I'm going to leave it there. And I'm not going to talk about it ever again until he fucks us out of the playoffs next week when he throws three picks yeah. to AJ Terrell. Um, all right. We will recap last week's picks and then move on to what is the biggest game of the year, as I said, with the one of the biggest bets of my entire life on this game. So, um, all right. I'll just go top to bottom. Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to definitely have to, I'm going to, so we had to rearrange the board. Justin's picks have been erased, uh, but we know what he had, obviously. Um, so I'll go top to bottom. You had the best week, so I'll let you give your piece on your games. Um, but I'm sure I'm going to cover the majority of it. We had a good bit of the same ones. All right, North Carolina, South Carolina. South Carolina was 10-point underdogs. Me and I believe Justin as well were on North Carolina. They suck. Sam Howell sucks. Uh, the defense sucks. South Carolina came to play. Also was on the under 57 and a half. No, because South Carolina scored. I think there was four 60-plus yard touchdowns in, like, the first half. Yeah. That's not a recipe for an under ever. a chance there at the end. So, bad start. Yeah, actually, that's right. Yeah. It was a last-second field goal that screwed us Um, because Nick was on the under as well. Tennessee minus five and a half, and I had the over 64 and a half. The over, Tennessee and Purdue, the over was easy bet. Um, Well, no. It kind of wasn't, but then it was. It hit. Yeah. It was like eighty five. It's the weirdest thing because there was like ninety points scored. It was looking, but it was like a it sweat was going in. Go yeah, it was a sweat like midway through the fourth quarter at sixty four and a half, and then there was like ninety points scored. Yeah, because you thought that one of the teams was going to play for a field goal, but then there was just a uh, onslaught of touchdowns. chaos ensued. Yeah, uh, so Tennessee minus five and a half. We end up going to overtime. Everything that I needed to happen to cover this spread happened when the toss or, or uh, no, they lost the toss and got, had to go on offense first. They go March down. We need a touchdown and then a stop. They get stuffed on the goal line. Oh, um, go for it on fourth. Then, then huge um, debate trending on Twitter. Everybody talking about it. Was this forward progress stopped? Was it not? Nick says it was not stopped watching live. I thought it was stopped. I said, fuck like, cause I need them to get in. I'm like, God damn it. And then when you go slow-mo replay, it looked like his knee was down, too, and it was not. He was definitely not down. I still kind of feel like his forward progress was – I mean, it was fractions of a second, but he was held up. Um, and then, But, yeah, I, I could see it go either way. But they called his forward progress down before he stretches the ball over the goal line and uh, blow the play dead, non-reviewable. Purdue later goes on to kick a field goal in the very next possession in overtime, and they win by three. Uh, so that was the start of just getting absolutely brutally screwed because Pitt plus three in the over 56. I felt like uh, Nick Patty, this was his chance to step in with plenty of weapons around him and have a decent game. Well, uh, Michigan State scores first. Pitt comes right back. Uh, and they go down on a touchdown drive, diving into the end zone. Nick Patty, I think, breaks his collarbone on the same drive. Israel Abanacanda, also, their starting running back, also got hurt. So you're down your quarterback and you're running back, just like that. 
Uh, so the over right there was shot when it was looking like this was going to be a, a, a fantastic start in terms of the over. Pitt plus three. They have the ball. Down three. We're on the number. On the other side of the 50. Looking like we might go to overtime. If if something crazy happens, uh, we'll score a touchdown and, and win outright. Well, something crazy happened, but it was uh, it was door number three. Um, after a really risky throw, Patty throws across his body again, throws a pick six to the linebacker. Unbelievable. But uh, Nick was on Michigan State minus three, so good for you. Uh, then we went on a little run, though. Ended the night good. I always end the night well. Uh, Wisconsin minus six, and then the under 41 and a half. Hit on both there. Then the next day, Wake and Rutgers under 62. Cashed in there. Central Michigan plus seven winner. The over did not hit, though, at 57 and a half. Then we had the two biggest games of the day. Bama minus 13 and a half. I, I told you, Cincinnati did not belong. Cincinnati shouldn't have even uh, covered against Houston in their conference championship. They only put up six points in an abysmal, just disgusting effort. They should be ashamed. Uh, Georgia minus seven and a half over Michigan. I mean, same same style of game. Georgia looked damn good. Um, we also had the over 45 and a half in that one. Did not hit there. Michigan only gave us 11 points. Arkansas minus one the next day. Uh, playing Penn State. I'm trying to remember. There's so many damn games. Uh, obviously, they, they won and covered, but it was came down to the wire, didn't it? Um, Not really, I don't think. I thought it was kind of going back and forth there for a little while. I Maybe think not. it was, but then uh, Arkansas the pulled away at the end. Okay. Um, Penn State, like, it looked like they were about to get back in the game, and they threw an interception in the end zone. Okay. Um, Oklahoma State, my lock of the week, plus two and a half. This game was bananas. Oklahoma State went down 21 points. Uh, they ended up scoring a touchdown right before the half to make it 14. I tweeted out that I'm live betting them on the money line, plus 600, so six to one odds. They come back, they win by three, something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so we, what was looking dark, we end up hitting the lock of the week and a six to one money line live bet. Uh, that made the week right there. Um, we were on the under forty five and a half as well. No, Kentucky minus three looks like it looked like they were going to uh, really kind of run away with it. Up thirteen to three, end up let them come all the way back, and then. Uh, Iowa ends up taking the lead. Kentucky scores a very late touchdown to win by three and push, but we do hit on the under 44. Ohio State minus four in the Rose Bowl. Another game where they just absolutely – this should have been another live bet money line. Mm -hmm. It would have been perfect. Uh, They go down big, and then they kept fucking up. It was like they can score at will or they'll turn it over. So Yeah, well, that when he got hit from behind. Yeah. It was going to be a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That happened in another game. That happened in um, Oklahoma State. Yeah. Same thing. Go, about to cross the goal line. They punch, they punch the ball out. Goes in for a touchback. Um, I said when we were breaking this game down, Jackson Smith in Jigba is a fucking stud. The best wide receiver on their team statistically. Uh, well, he just set a Rose Bowl and probably a bowl record overall. He had like yeah. over 320 receiving yards. Uh, absolutely went crazy. Uh, but after being down at least 21, I think, Ohio State comes all the way back and uh, on a four-point spread, 
They have the ball inside the three-yard line. It was looking like uh, Utah was going to let them score. They didn't, tackled them short, and then their coach just decides to not call timeouts, basically just conceded the game and allowed Ohio State to kick a field goal with 12 seconds left. They didn't even run it all the way down to three. It was the weirdest ending sequence of a fucking game. It was like Ohio State, it seemed like their train of thought was they were confused why. They um, They weren't calling timeouts. Yeah, and then Ohio State then, for some reason, thought that they should call a timeout. Yeah, with 12 seconds. It's like, why don't you run it down to three? Because they didn't have another one, I don't think. Yeah, I think they, they could have run it down. They could have run it down to they could have yeah one second if well, they tip, wanted yeah, to. Yeah, typically it's three is what they run it down um, to. But, yeah, no, they could have ran it as low as they wanted. I think they were thinking, uh, maybe we'll try to cover. Yeah, I wish. Or, like, maybe we'll try to end it on a score. On, on a touchdown, but then once they call timeout, they realize uh, if we get stopped short, we won't have enough time to yeah. uh, down it or anything like that. Yeah, so what was uh, so disappointing, <clears throat> and this was Justin's lock of the week, so disappointing. This should have been a cover for Ohio State after going down big, uh, but four-point spread, they win by three. So then Baylor and Ole Miss had the over 55-and-a-half. Matt Corral, uh, should he play? Should he stay? Should he go? Uh, he stayed and played. Broke his ankle, I think. He did something that required x-rays and then being put on crutches with a lower extremity. Um, the whole debate, I knew I knew ESPN was going to go crazy with this. Dude, it's his fucking choice. If he wants to play, he plays. He doesn't have to play. Kirk Herbstreit can shut his old dusty ass up, dude. If he doesn't want to play, then he doesn't have to play. Yeah. So, Kirk Herbstreit, yeah, and that's what they're like. He works for ESPN. All of the goddamn games were televised by ESPN. Of course he's going to incentive, like, be like, oh, these kids need to play. Like, but yeah, shut up, old man. You could cost him millions of dollars. Um, and then obviously Kansas State minus three and a half. Uh, I mean, yeah, they went by a million, but had the under forty eight as well, and that uh, went over. So after all of that, the ups and downs, eleven, eleven, and one, really disappointing because uh, we got absolutely screwed on at least four four bets: Tennessee, Pitt, the over, and then uh, Ohio State. Should have could have very easily been four winners right there, would have been a, a completely different different week. Um, but so overall that brings we did hit on the lock of the week. Luckily, overall that brings me to ninety nine one hundred eight and four, and eleven and eight in my locks of the week. Uh, you had seventeen plays. You can kind of breeze through them. Yeah, I guess. South Carolina plus ten. They won outright by I think ten, um, or if not more. Um. The under in that game, like we talked about, it was like a field goal with 30 seconds left or so, um, and it went. It just went over by like a point and a half. Tennessee-Purdue over 64, we talked about it. It was close there for a second, but then touchdowns left and right with like five minutes left in the game. Um, Michigan State minus three. Logan told you we got lucky. I thought we were going – going for a push here when um, Michigan State had to go for two to make it a three-point game. Pitt got the ball. I wasn't expecting them to be able to move it downfield. They did, though. They got in a field goal range. It's kind of looking like we were going to overtime. Then the pick six happened Mm. and got us a winner. Wisconsin minus six. This game went basically how I thought it was going to go other than um, Wisconsin not scoring in the second half. That was a little bit strange to me. Loved it. Um, Wake minus 15. This one wasn't very close. They won tw- by 28, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Central Michigan won outright. Um, yep. 
Arkansas minus one. Yeah, so right there is like eight and one to start. Uh-huh. And then we I knew it was gonna come I knew it was gonna come <sighs> where the luck was gonna Well, that's not even true. You were ten and one to start. Bama and Georgia were already played, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I was eight and one before I lost uh, before I lost a bet. I remember. Wait, so um wait what? Yeah. Eight and one before you lost a bet? Yeah, before I lost my second bet. Okay, well, no, but you should have been 10 and one, right? Because Bama and Georgia, you have them on the bottom, but they played. They played the same day Michigan State played. Yeah, but Arkansas and Penn State were, were in the same game. So Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But anyway, however, however I finished like two. So you're 10 and two. I finished like two and five, two or something like that. Yeah. But, um, but getting screwed with Ohio State. Unfortunate with Ole Miss with Matt Corral and we, you were on the over just like I was. So and then LSU, I mean, those you were just picking. Yeah, Ole Miss that was the big one that that stung. Yeah, because if Corral plays, I think Ole Miss wins that game. Um, and I'll, I would have, I would be surprised if anyone would suggest otherwise because the way their defense played and then it was just them. They couldn't move the ball really in the beginning of that game after Corral got hurt. Um, they threw a pick six when they were about to score. Yeah. Uh, the field goal kicker missed two field goals. It was like no, yeah, um, you texted and you're like, it's a double. It's looking like a double loser, and that's why I said I was like, well, their defense came to play, so you never know. Yeah, and the backup dude, give him credit because he he didn't uh, go out there and like play like shit he actually gave them a little bit of a chance there at the end and uh Mm -hmm. but they just didn't get it in the end zone so yeah all right justin you went seven eight and one in college yep but you did hit on your no you didn't okay Ohio state was it okay so yeah we basically unless if you have anything to i mean i know your games were erased um i mean yeah i mean another week of if we all three picked it it most likely hit. It's, so, very, it's um, a very good point. Yeah, if we're, I think next season we need to keep a record of that. Yeah, consensus pick. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good point. That's what I was tweeting out last week because we had a lot of consensus games that we were all three on, and uh, we had a very good record in that department. And I'm, I mean, yeah, I don't know what it was this week, but it was pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, so Justin went seven, eight, and one. So I'll just go through the whole record. So, like I said, I went eleven, eleven, and one, ninety-nine, one hundred eight, and four. Locks of the week, eleven and eight. Nick went. 10, 6, and 1. I don't know. What's your overall bowl record? Do you keep track? 22, 17, and 1. Damn, I thought it was better than that. I don't know why. Uh, but still, regardless, 82 and 70 and 3, 10 and 9 in your locks of the week. And then Justin, 7, 8, and 1. That brings him to 84, 88, and 3. Is that a 10, 9, and 1 locks of the week? 10, 7, 1. 10, 7, and 1. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I've hit – so I'm 10-9 and nine in my locks, but I think I've hit – since the conference championship week, I've hit four in a row. So I hit my – I conference, think I'm on a little bit of a streak, yeah, too. Yeah, I hit on Alabama in the conference championship. That was my lock. And then for bowl season, I've been undefeated for all my locks. Yeah, I had, um, obviously, o- Oklahoma State. I know I hit last week, too, with um, – who was it? Was it Air Force? Um, Air Force is my. Was lock. that yours? I knew that was one of them because I made the, whatever. I I hit on it because we all hit. We hit all of our locks except Justin had one canceled. Yeah. Um, the week before. So okay. Uh, like I said, the stage is set. National championship game. You got Alabama versus Georgia. Georgia 
is three-point favorites. The over-under currently sits at 52. My bet's already locked in, so I can't be swayed by uh, whatever y'all are bringing to the table. Um, but I would like to hear what y'all have to say before I give my pick. So who no, wants seriously? to go first? Let seriously. Go. Okay. Well, I was waiting. I haven't even decided. I haven't decided either. But really? I am, so, I am so there's, taking the over. Okay. I'll just go ahead and put that cow out of the bag. I'm taking the under. Um, <laughs> so there's still a chance that there is a consensus pick on uh, on the spread, though. So all right, which uh, so you're on the over. Yeah. A uh, uh, little fun fact. Okay. Um, Bama in the over. They are. I fucked that up, but um, <laughs> Bama has played in eight uh, championships since the playoff started, uh-huh. and the over has hit seven of the eight games. The only one that didn't hit was against LSU. Eight of what? Wait, yeah, hold on. Hit, you yeah, are butchering the fuck yeah, out of that because LSU didn't play LSU, the over. LSU didn't play Bama in the championship. LSU played Clemson, but Bama seven and one. It, it, it's yeah. the over is seven and one, but yeah, LSU, but, but Bama hasn't gotten there every year. Alabama played LSU in the 2012 BCS National Championship and beat LSU 21 well, to yeah, nothing. That, yeah, yeah, that was the Tyron Matthew year, and uh, was it Jefferson at quarterback? Yeah, that we yeah. shit. Yeah, we shit the bed, and everybody's like, "What the fuck happened?" No, yeah, but are you? He's talking it college. Might t- it might be saving error. Maybe that's what it is. Okay, all right. But yeah, so, I fucked it up. We have no idea what that stat is, but you can take it however you want it and run with it. Um, all right, so which side are you leaning on the spread? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to beat a team twice. I mean, we we say that all the time, and Kirby Smart is 0-4 against Saban. Um, I mean, I think if I'm Saban, I mean, I'm saying the game plan is going to be for Stetson Bennett to – beat us so I mean, wait so you haven't decided yet though that's what you said no. okay so y'all two are undecided i am decided so let's just break down what we know um without picking aside all of that so i wrote down like just some just some standard ass shit that um that obviously has happened so <clears throat> so we know sec championship game they play each other georgia jumps out to a 10 nothing lead uh bama ends up winning 41 to 24 so call that a 41 to 14 run um behind a masterful masterful performance by the Heisman Trophy winning Bryce Young and another poor performance from Georgia's quarterback Stetson Bennett uh two picks I think one resulting in a pick six uh the, my biggest takeaway not biggest but one of my takeaways from that game was Georgia's inability to establish the run so uh Zeus White and Dalvin Cook's brother were I think they combined for 65 rushing yards yeah and they were kind of it's strange because everything was going Georgia's way early they were out up 10 nothing. It was like you would think that they would be able to to uh, keep going with their game plan, but something happened to where uh, when Alabama scored that long touchdown, that first one. They went haywire. It's like all of a sudden Georgia was out of out of sorts yeah. on the, with their offensive game plan. And the question is, um, was that fault part of Georgia's or was it just Alabama – did Alabama tighten up on them? Yeah. Because Alabama's – it was one of the things I was saying when I bet Alabama in the conference championship. It was that their defense is extremely underrated. Yeah, like, definitely. everyone wants to talk about Georgia's defense. Well, I'm saying, hey, look at Alabama's defense, and 
they're not as good statistically, but yeah. the way they match up, it, it it benefits Alabama. But all right, so let me ask you this: Why is uh, Georgia favored by three after well, what we saw happen in the SEC championship game? So you look at the SEC championship game. Um, when John Metchie went out, Alabama slowed down. Okay, they scored two touchdowns in the second half. One of them was a pick six. What quarter did he go out? Do you, I don't. The, I don't. I'm not like he went out. Um, I think right before halftime, if not right after. So he gave you six for 97 and a touchdown before that. Yeah. So um, the biggest thing was Alabama only scored one offensive touchdown in the second mm-hmm. half. Yeah. So um, that's a thing that you have to consider. And then is Alabama down a lineman? An offensive lineman in this game? It's definitely possible. Um, I can try to fact check that for you real quick, but um, let's just say no for for the sake of it right now, because I I don't know. Okay, well, um, if so, that could be big because Alabama did have a little bit of success running it against Georgia, not a ton, but enough to keep them honest. And um, the main thing was it was Bryce Young making the plays, but without Mechie there to rely on. I think that that's the biggest thing here that you got to take into consideration when taking this game. Is there going to be – can he put enough trust in, in, into the other players that are around him that he was putting in Mechie early in that game, mm-hmm. yeah. especially well, on those conversion downs? Yeah, so one thing – And everybody's <clears throat> seen the touchdown where it's it's locked down. Georgia's locking everybody down. Mm-hmm. Then Bryce Young points Mechie to the corner of the end zone. It's, it's, a, it's a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, and, and so obviously they didn't have Mechie against Cincinnati, and who stepped up was uh, Brooks. Ja'Cory Brooks had four for 66 and a touchdown. I think he was the one who took uh, the long one. So um, can he step up in the absence of Mechie again is one one question. Yeah, they're going to need the tight ends. Because they're, they're going to bracket, uh, bracket Jameson Williams. Yeah, they'll need Bolden. It's really – it's going to be so tough <laughs> – Form because it, in my opinion, Bryce Young will even have to be. He's gonna have to play just as good as he played. And I think first he's gonna game. have to play better. Yeah, it's like how do you play Mechie, better? Though? <laughs> no, I know, no, I know. But Mechie on the season, ninety six catches over eleven hundred yards and eight eight touchdowns. So he's the go to guy. Jameson Williams has more yards. He's the explosive guy. Yeah. Um, but, but Mechie's definitely the one that. It's like if he, you need. When you need to go to somebody. Yeah, yeah when so you like need to make this play, guy. he's the guy. Yeah, yeah. so it's Mechie um, in receptions. It's Mechie, 96. Uh, Jameson Williams, I don't know exactly, but I think it's in the 70s. And then it's 35, Slade Bolden. Drops off big time. So that's something that to consider. Because you take Mechie out of the equation. Now you have Williams, who is the explosive deep ball guy. They're going to bracket him. Somebody's got to step up for Bama. So Yeah. And like I said, Slate, I'm, I, unless I looked at it, I'm like 99% sure, 35 receptions for yeah, But Slate then Bolden. you can look at it the other way. It's like um, <clears throat> Georgia didn't have a ton of success on offense either, but it's primarily because they got so, away from the run. Yeah, where would you rank um, Michigan's defense? Um, I would rank it up there, but, I mean, it, look, it was my lock. I saw it at Common. Mm-hmm. So I think that Alabama's defense is better than, it matches up better with Georgia than Michigan's does. Yeah. Because uh, Georgia was able to get it going on the ground, 190 yards over five yeah. yards of carry, uh, 10 to 16 on third down, and then 11 to 17 on conversion downs. And then the biggest thing was it's like, how in the world can you bet Michigan? 
You know what I mean? Like, how could you have taken Michigan if Michigan isn't going to be able to score? Like, you, you yeah. Matt, look at the Michigan's offense, match it up against Georgia's oh, yeah. defense. How yeah. the hell do you think Michigan's going to score? No, yeah. yeah. It's like everybody's like, oh, Michigan's playing really well. They might have a chance. No, they do not have a chance no, yeah. because they're not going to be able to score touchdowns. Yeah, no, that was And one they of the didn't easiest. until the very end. That was like a, that was a, a pretty much no-brainer. I, I do it with every single game. I'm like, mm, I the other like I try to see how the other side could get there, but it's like the, there's no there's no way. Yeah, I mean the defense is is damn good, um, but yeah, I mean, all right. So you're on the under, he's on the over. Are you taking a side on the total? I don't know. If I did, it would be the under. <laughs> but, I love the under. I love it. Um, I'm undecided on everything. I want to hear what. <laughs> I want to hear what you're going with. Okay, what about you? I don't know. I mean, like I said, this is I, I put it by far and away my largest bet of the year on this game. Could it be because it's the last one? And I'm also yeah. Well, I'll say everything after I hear everybody else's. I love Georgia so much. So much. You said it. We'll stop it right there. John Mechie's out. This is the fucking biggest deal to me. Dude, with John Mechie gone, they're going to bracket Williams. Who's going to step up? Bolden? No. Yeah. No. Stop the run. It's going to make it so much easier to stop the run, in my opinion. And that was they got gashed last time. Um, and Robinson's coming off of 300 yards against uh, Cincinnati. I love Georgia. I love Georgia. I'm dying on the hill with Georgia. I was on Georgia in the, in the championship game. Didn't go well. I love Bowers. I love that Kirby Smart didn't let him dump the fucking Gatorade on him. Yelled at his whole team. Said y'all are idiots. Mm-hmm. Said it like Kobe, job's not done. I love Georgia. Love it. I've been saying all year that I feel like this is a vulnerable spot for Bama. So, I got to do it. I don't care if y'all are on it. <laughs> I couldn't care less. Stet- it has always Stetson- seemed like it's been their year, though, too. Stetson Bennett exercised the demons. He's got the confidence. that They put the, the JT Daniels questions to bed. Threw a gorgeous, a few fucking gorgeous balls. I think that, uh, in all seriousness, I, I think... Mechie being out is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. He's a better wide receiver than Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams is more explosive. John Mechie's a better wide receiver. You take that guy away against that defense, it makes their job fucking so much easier. So much easier. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm going under as well. So the only way for Georgia to cover this game, I think, is it's got to go under. It's got to be a dogfight. They got to play their style. Nicobe Dean's going to be flying all over the field. I felt like Cincinnati did a pretty okay job with Bryce Young. Better than I thought they were going to do. You know? Yeah. I remember saying it when we were watching. I felt like that's what we were talking about it at the damn Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I was like, they're, I don't know what they're doing on the back end because we can't see it. But I feel like, it, and they didn't really sack Bryce Young, but they were able to play good coverage and it's same thing without Mechie I felt like if, if Mechie's in they don't have anywhere near that success that success that they did they held Bama to 27 points 
they just couldn't score the ball. Um, yeah, no, I love Georgia. Love it. Love every bit about it. So, it's going to be a good game. Y'all I'm go, excited to watch it. Go ahead. Take Bama. You said it earlier. You said it weeks ago when Josh was here. You said it's not the year of the hog. Yeah, and I've also said, um, like I've been saying it for weeks now, that a lot of people are like, oh, George has been demoralized, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. I think that they're going to get revenge. They're going to be chomping at the bit. On Alabama. But, dude, it's like. It's not often you get a chance like this. It's the Alabama being the underdog thing. But yeah. That's the biggest thing. That That's the Vegas knows what's about to happen. I know, but it's like that that plays into the psychological pre- preparation of the oh, way that Nick care. Saban's yeah. going to be getting his team ready. Yeah, like if no, they were favorites, that. I'd be definitely taking Georgia here. If they if Alabama was three point favorites, I'm on yeah. Georgia every day of the week. But because Alabama's underdogs, it's like they have the dudes to play against them without whether, a doubt. And yeah. it's like they're going to be even more motivated than the SEC championship game. See, I don't know. Because it's like, what's he, is he going to They've tell already him? beaten them, and then they're like, well, I mean, yeah, uh, you're I, underdogs again. They don't think you're going to win again. Yeah. It's like Alabama's defense is going to come ready to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to definitely go with the under here. Under 52. You staying away from the side? <laughs> Look, I have a futures. I bet... Alabama seven to one to win the national championship before they play the SEC championship game. You gonna hedge? Um, no, no. I don't know what I'm gonna do as far as the spread's concerned. <laughs> this is the toughest game ever. This is the toughest national championship in a very long time to to handicap. Yeah, yeah. No, I would say so. Yeah, because it can go but either way. Georgia. Georgia's getting giving up three points. It's like uh I'm gonna go with Bama. Go ahead. Go I don't know. That was already written in stone. I, knew that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. The writing's on the wall. Clear as day. It's written in red. Yeah, I'm going I'm going with Georgia here. <laughs> but you're not. No, I am. You have Bama you have a Bama uh I have the futures bet seven to one. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the writing's on the wall. Dude. Am I going with Georgia? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead now, flip, flip flop, dude. Nicobe Dean's a fucking beast. Okay, he's a stud. And Will Jordan Anderson Davis is, is a fucking Jordan animal Davis as well. is a stud for seven snaps. We're going to make them count. We're going to make all seven count. I love that Kirby Smart said, don't fucking pour Gatorade on me. They're not pouring Gatorade on Nick Saban. Kirby Smart's tired of this shit. Stetson Bennett exercised the demons. Who's going to guard Bowers? He nearly caught that highlight catch in the SEC championship game. He's going to catch it on Monday. Yeah. I put my livelihood behind this one. I'm going with the under 52. And then I'm going with the Georgia minus three as the lock. <laughs> Why are you making that? No. 
I already see how it's going, dude. This is a... Na- you no, I think- see how it's going. <laughs> no. I, you just said, am I going with Georgia? I have every reason to just go with Alabama. I'm in a dilemma. I got the 7 to but 1. But you can't make it your lock. A few weeks. No, I You're can't. You're hitting me with a Boise State lock from him. No, I am not. Look, this <laughs> is all about narratives, okay? Exactly. At college football is about the narrative. It's about what goes down in history. It's about what they'll show on college game day. In five years, you know, when Bryce Young is in NFL, and then Bryce Young's got so many gets years revenge ahead of him. next year. Exactly, exactly. He's gonna come back and get redemption. Bryce Young's not winning it every year. He's in college, and he's gonna win it the next two. I'm sure, not this year because of the defense. And they're gonna look back and they're gonna be like, "You remember how goddamn good that Georgia defense was? Nakobe Dean, Jordan Davis, people in the secondary whose names I don't even fucking know. I just know they're good." If Kirby Smart gets the Gatorade dunked on him, they don't win by four. What color y'all think the Gatorade's going to be? Don't care. Don't care. Yeah. This ain't the Super Bowl. This is the national championship, and I've got a fucking lot of money on it. Yeah, I think you got to go with Georgia here just because um, they one touchdown in the second half without, without Lionel Mechie. <laughs> All right, Justin, why are you taking Bama? Yeah, you don't get to just say Bama. I know. You want to switch? Know. No, 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 no. I can't now. All right. You yeah. can do whatever you want, but I just want to know why you're taking Bama. I hope I am like what Nick said. I don't want to be like falling for the trap of like, you know, it, like Bama's underdogs. That's why I'm going with them. Because I do feel like if Georgia was underdogs, I'd be going with them too. See, I looked at it as um, just straight across the board. I Like I, I would take Georgia – Obviously, if they're favored or underdogs, or I, I would take Georgia every day of the week. So, when is the last time that an, um, an underdog has won the national championship? I mean, that's a big because act. um, let's go back in history. Alabama was eight point favorites last year, eight and a half, nine point favorites, depending on when you bet it. LSU, LSU favorite. was five and a half to yep. seven point favorites or something like that. Yeah. Um. Who won it the year before that? Clemson. Clemson. They were underdogs. Was it Cle- was it Clemson? Yeah, they upset Alabama. Right, and then the year before that was Bama. Bama um, beat Georgia, I think. No. Yeah, 2017. That was in the semifinal. The two a throw? Okay. I think that was in the semifinal, and then they went on to beat Clemson. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm thinking so. of the field goal. Maybe they beat him, Clemson, and the uh, black quarterback that transferred to Missouri. Huh? Oh, um, um, yeah, I remember. Who but I could have swore it was Tua coming in the national. Ch- yeah, it was Georgia, Alabama played for the national championship before, and Tua came in and won, and won the national championship. He relieved Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay. Um, last year, Alabama beat Ohio State. Year before that, LSU beat Clemson. Year before that, Clemson beat Bama. Year before that, okay, you're correct, Bama beat Georgia. Year before that, Clemson beat Bama. Deshaun. Yes, year before that, Bama beat Clemson. And then year before that, first year, Ohio State beat Oregon. Yeah. Fucking Oregon's hadn't sniffed it since. Well, it's like Ohio State had a big comeback against Alabama in the semifinal game. Zeke had a huge game. Yeah. Um, That was Michael Thomas, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right, Justin, why are you taking Bama? 
Because they're the underdog? Yeah, I need more than that. I mean, Why do you think Bama can beat Georgia? Look, I mean, it's it's going to be a good game, but I also think that the game plan definitely is going to be, you know, to bracket Williams, and they saw that um, Bryce Young's going to take off because that's what he started doing whenever Mechie was hurt. I and mean, you, he and would, you think they're going to be ready for that? Yeah, so I think. So who's going to have the day? Brian Robinson. Okay. I think he's going to have a good day. I do not. Great day. I do not. You think he's going for 300 like against Cincy? No, but he'll do enough to get to get by, and whenever he starts going, that's when I, I mean, Williams is still going to make plays. I think that. I mean, he's still going to have his explosive plays. I don't see that either. There's going to be – you take away Mechie, and you – that's why I see this game going – I see this game being low scoring, um, real low scoring. You take away Mechie. You can put more eyes on Williams, and then, um, and then stop stop the run. I mean, Georgia's a team that only gives up eighty yards rushing on the ground, which Bama does as well. But I feel like Georgia's going to come out with the biggest chip on their shoulder too. So, I, yeah, like, I mean, this is that they're, they're ready. They've been waiting for this. Yeah, like this is that's what I'm saying. You don't. It's not often that you get a chance at redemption. Like this. Robinson in the first matchup, 16 carries, far and away the most carries, uh, 55 yards. Average just north of three yards a carry. No touchdowns. So they didn't, it's not, it wasn't him. It was a masterful performance by Bryce Young. The absence of Mechie is going to make Bryce Young's job a lot harder. He's going to have to play better than he did the first time for them to win and cover, or to, for them to win this game. So. I think that the Mechie being out is such a big deal. This isn't this isn't Alabama in years past where they had Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Mechie, fucking who was the other one? They had five incredible receivers. Um, who'd you just name? Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Mechie, and whoever the Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I was thinking of. You take away Mechie, you've got the transfer Williams. Then you've got the guy uh, that stepped that I said stepped up in the last game, but he's not like been one of their guys this year. Um, and then what? You got Slade Bolden. Yeah, Nicobe Dean can guard him. Let's see. Receiving it just in terms of reception. So just you go yards. 1,500 yards for Williams, 1,100 yards for Mechie. Then it drops off 360 yards for Bolden. Then the next leading receiver is the tight end, Latu, 300 yards. Next leading receiver, Robinson, the running back. So the guy who stepped up, um, what was his fucking name, dude? I don't know why I'm spacing on his name. Um, It was Brooks. Ja'Cory Brooks. On the year, he's got nine catches for 145 yards, two touchdowns. Is he going to have his coming out party against Georgia? I don't think so. So, I mean, you can't you can't take away that many receptions and yards and touchdowns and feel good about it. That's a huge deal. That makes Jamison Williams. Mechie made Williams' job much easier in the SEC championship game. So you take that away. And he's got to be the guy now. He can't just be the explosive deep threat because they can take that away if they want to. 
He could prove me wrong. I could be way off. I was way off on the Super Bowl with Kansas City. But I feel good about this one. feel really good. I, I see it. Writing's on the wall. Sometimes you just got to look at it, read it. Yeah, I'm worried about the under now. Why are you worried about the under <laughs> now? I honestly think Georgia's going to have a lot. Look, look, dude. If Georgia, if you're about to tell me that Georgia's going to have a lot of success on <laughs> offense, then they're going to win the game by double digits. Look, I'm seeing. And my biggest bet is I'm on the spread. I'm the future right now. I don't, I don't want to take the, the under anymore. Okay, take the over. No, I don't want to take the over. Okay, well, what do you want to I want to eliminate the total bet. Take it off. Scratch it it's out. It's out. All right. You have to listen to. Mine are already through. in the books. Mine are already in the books. Yeah, the people who turned the podcast off when they thought they I'm got the picks. I'm not fucking betting the under <laughs> because if Georgia starts fucking putting it on them, I'm not rooting for them to slow the fuck down. I'm rooting for them to put the pedal to the metal. Uh, the biggest bet I have is on the point total. I mean, not the point total. Fuck. It's on the spread. So I don't care if the other one doesn't hit. I mean, I care, but I don't care as much. Yeah. I think um, George is going to be able to run the ball against them. I do as well. And that's going to be the difference. Alabama's not going to have the success that they need to have. I've been asking everyone. I've texted everybody, Georgia or Bama. And then everybody responds with, you? Just been setting the table. So you got to listen to podcasts. I've been asking everybody. And the overwhelming consensus, take a guess, Bama. Justin's taking Bama because Bo's his roommate. It takes a lot for me to bet against them, okay? I think Bo told me to take Georgia. Yeah, sure. Doubt. I swear. Yeah, but I swear Georgia, thought, Georgia thought Ole Miss was going to upset Alabama. I mean, uh, Bo. Bo. Bo's not Georgia. Bo's Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Georgia on the brain. Um, yeah, no, I, I like I said. Do I think Alabama, like, Bryce Young is capable. If it's a I, – I don't think this – Game. This game shouldn't. I think Georgia needs to be up by more than one score if they want to. They want to win and cover. Well, yeah, because be I don't great. want Bryce Young. No, yeah, I don't want some like magical. A, if, goddamn. If, if it's a one score game, Georgia up three, two three minutes left. Bryce Young's going to get a touchdown, bro. Mm-mm. No, not not, to, <laughs> yeah. not on Monday. Not on Monday. You saw that shit-ass throw he threw against Cincinnati? But I think Georgia's going to be up by more than that. I think Georgia's going to come away with two interceptions. And Brian Robinson, we talked about what happened, what's going to happen to him. I was a game early. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We don't need to to talk about it, but I'm telling you, I saw it. I just didn't know. It didn't have a date on it. Um, Take the Georgia Bulldogs, minus three, under 52. It's going to be a defensive struggle. And then Brock Bowers is going to take over. Brock Bowers is the best tight end in football. I'll buy Brock Bowers' jersey, swear to God, if Georgia covers this game. And, I, and I'm and i a man of my word when I said that because I bought Caleb Williams' jersey and it took six damn months for it to come in. Came in the day we were streaming the Oklahoma game. Thought it was the biggest sign of all signs. They and got shit canned. He got benched. He got benched. Yeah, now he's gone. Um <laughs> Yeah. Georgia minus three. Justin gave us nothing other than Brian Robinson's about to run. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it either. They're going to need Bryce Young. I just don't. Okay, there's not okay, going to be this? much there. How about this? Why do you think it's going to go over? 
Me? No, not you. Me? You, you, you. You're, Why could I see it going over? No, you're out on the point. Tour. I got narrative, so I could tell you. I could convince you to bet Alabama. I could convince you to bet Georgia. I could convince you to bet the first half under. I want to know why Justin's taking the over. Because I think they're going. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, bet, this bet isn't going to go half under. See, this is under. the problem. This is the problem. This is why you need to tail what I tell you to tail on this day. Because there's been plenty of times where I was like, ah, I could see it going either way. Not today. You said, ah, I don't know. Do I think Georgia's going to cover? He's over there giving me the game plan on why Georgia's going to have success stopping Bama. But he's taking Bama. He said they're going to bracket Williams, and they're going to be able to stop. What's his name rolling out the pocket? Y'all are indecisive. I placed my bet two days ago. Yeah, well, I have the futures bet on Alabama. If I didn't have it, it I probably wouldn't even. So be you're letting about that. It. So you're letting that cloud your judgment for the people that are listening. I have trying an, to figure I out have emotional um, attachment to that bet. Yes, you shouldn't have even brought that to the table. Because well, now it's you, already now out you, there. Yeah, but now you got people going back and forth. Like, well, fuck. You have the best college record, and you're over here like, are they going to win? I have a futures bet. No, I think they will. And I think that, um, quite frankly, that it it might not. I'll think that it'll be by a touchdown or more. Yes, I agree. Uh, because I, I, I do see Alabama struggling to move the ball. But then, again, it's like you don't want. The reason why I'm afraid to take the under is because I could also see Georgia having a lot of success running it. And play action, tight ends, touchdown. Pickens, you got to remember, it was Pickens' first game back yep. for the championship game. He's He's got to get in a rhythm now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an added weapon, really, even though he was in there for the championship game, but it was his first game back. It's like you got to think about everything, the players that are here now and the players that aren't. Yeah, That's a big loss, Matchy. Um it would be a tough task for Alabama, even with Mechie. But Any, anybody who tries to tell you that the loss of John Mechie is not a big deal is lying. They're lying to make themselves feel better. That that That's a credit to how good John Mechie is in my mind. And I know the old man's picking Georgia. How you know? I just know it. Oh, yeah? Because he knows. Where's the bear? The bear is not anywhere to be found, dude. Yeah, I, honestly... Yeah, so you 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 were compromised with your futures bet, but you flip flopped, and then Justin over there flip flopped too. Y'all y'all did not come to the table with confidence. I was hoping that y'all were going to come with, um, the same energy that I had. Didn't have to be on the same side, but locked in, ready to fucking go. This one was hard. Y'all y'all made your picks at the table. Yeah, well, I had an idea. You know, like how if I'm listening, it would be a total emotional decision for me to bet Alabama. Uh, yeah, I mean, you saying because of the futures bet? Yeah, yeah, but it could be an emotional decision to bet Georgia too. It could be, oh, I don't want to lose on that futures bet. I got seven to one odds. No, it's nothing to do with that. Yeah, well, for. Everyone listening, um, you've got three people at the table. I'm always no hedge, no hedge, no fucking hedge. I, I thought about hedging um, March Madness for about a second, and then I said, you know what? No, no hedge. You got to you gotta go with uh, what you're feeling, what you felt. But that's kind of the opposite of what you're saying. You're always no hedge, but now you're hedging. Yeah, I'm hedging because I, but I, you're bet, not hedging I bet on the- an Alabama team with the John Mechie. To win. Yeah, you're not hedging for the purpose of hedging. You're just betting. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. You got anything more on the matter, Justin? No. I'm done with this championship. <laughs> Georgia's a lot. Lucas Oil Stadium. <laughs> I'm going to be playing this all goddamn night on Monday. Um, All right, so there you go. Give me Georgia minus three. Give me the under 52. Justin's taking Bama in the over. Nick is taking the over, then the under, then the over, then none of it. And then he's taking Georgia minus three. (laughs) Um, And we will turn our attention to the NFL. Let's see. We'll recap real quick. Thursday. No, there was no Thursday game. What was it? Saturday? I don't fucking know. Sunday. Cardinals five and a half was my lock of the week. They went outright against uh, on the road against Dallas. Uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati over 50 and a half. Um, it hit very early into the third quarter, but then it didn't go that much more over after that. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe fucking Burrow. I told everybody we need to sell the house, sell the farm, mortgage everything for Joe Burrow. I'm like, ah, no, not worth it. Yeah, well, what about now? Titans minus three and a half against the Dolphins. Dolphins suck. I told you. Saw it in person in the Dome. Tua sucks. Sucks bad. Titans minus three and a half. They win big. Raiders plus six and a half against the Colts. Uh, this ended up going to Colts minus eight. So Raiders plus eight after Wentz came back uh, from COVID. Doesn't matter. Raiders went out right by three. Trying to make a playoff push. Jaguars plus 15 and a half against the Patriots. Worst fucking bet of my entire season betting NFL. Uh, don't bet against Bill Belichick when you when he's going against a rookie quarterback. Patriots won by f- goddamn 50 points. And then Browns minus three. This spread flipped. This was a really bad bet as well. Um, I don't know why I took the Browns on the road giving points with Big Ben's final game at Heinz Field. I wish one of y'all would have said something. That was... <laughs> I mean, you said the Steelers suck. They do suck. <laughs> they do. But it's fucking last game in Heinz Field. I totally spaced on that. So that's my bad. Uh, but I went four and two and I hit my lock of the week. Nick, you went, you had three plays. You went one and two. Yeah, I hit Bengals plus five. They won outright against the Chiefs, won I, the division. Like I said, Chiefs living and dying by man to man. I posted the clip of it. Living or dying by man-to-man defense, and Jamar Chase fucking torched them. And then I had the Bills, minus 14 and a half. They won 29 to 15. So they won by 14. Um, they surrendered a safety. That's what caused us. Then the Lions got uh, beat the shit out of by the Seahawks. Seahawks did not turn it in. <laughs> Seahawks have found new life. Yeah, Seahawks. They're keeping everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves Seattle. And then Justin had a clean sweep 5-0. and oh. uh, But, again, your picks got erased. So if you have them on the paper, feel yeah. free. I had, uh, with you, Bengals and Chiefs over 50 and a half. That was my lock of the week. Uh, then I was also with you, Cardinals plus 5 and a half. And then I was on the Bears, minus six. And then I was on the Bears and Giants, under 42. I think going into the fourth quarter, they're sitting at like 32 and did not score anymore. Yep. And then I also had the Chargers, minus six or minus six and a half. And they also hit. Okay. Um. So, yeah, four and two for me, one and two for Nick, five and oh for Justin. That brings me to 56, 53 and one, 12 and five in my locks of the week. 
That brings Nick to 39, 50, and 1. Um, 4, 13, and 1 in his locks of the week. And that brings Justin to, is that 44 or 49? Uh, 49. 49 and 21, 13 and 4 in his locks of the week. So we look ahead to the first ever NFL Week 18. Uh, try to decipher who's sitting who, who's playing for what, if anybody cares at this point. Uh, we know the Saints do. Um, so right off the bat, I'll go first. I'm going to take the uh, 49ers plus four and a half. I know that, um, and this isn't just a security blanket bet because of the Saints in case the Saints get eliminated from the playoffs. That's why I said, do you do a Falcons 49ers money line parlay? Um, the 49ers are playing for their lives. The Rams, Matthew Stafford's looked like complete dog shit the last two, three weeks. Uh, the Niners have a good defense. They have a good run game. Trey Lance, if he's at quarterback, I mean, they have a little chance to win, but four and a half, it's a lot of points. Um, I could see him losing by four or less. Give me the Niners plus four and a half. What is your first one? I'm first? going to go with the Rams. Okay. Um, I mean, the Rams are playing for... for um, Number one seeds in play, but uh, Packers no, have to it's lose to the Lions. The oh, um, Packers are sealed the number one seed, but the number two seed is up for grabs between Tampa Bay and the Rams. Tampa Bay is probably going to beat – who are they playing? They're not playing Carolina. Tampa Bay is playing Carolina. Yeah, okay. there's no scenario where the Saints get in and, t- and play Tampa first round. Yeah, so um, – shit. Tampa Bay is 12-4 and four with a loss to the Rams. Mm-hmm. And the Rams are twelve and four, so the Rams need a win because Tampa Bay's probably going to win against Carolina. Well, I mean, you say that, but anyway, the point I'm making is that the number two seed's still up for grabs, and, and that and that could have a um, effect out if the Packers somehow lose and when they get into the divisional round. Yeah. So, um, I like the Forty ers but it's just I don't know. They're going to have to run the ball if they're going to want to have success. And I could see maybe the Rams not – the run defense has been eh this year. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't trust Garoppolo here. It's probably Trey Lance. Is Garoppolo back? Oh, is he? Well, Garoppolo's been out, so they're saying he may be back for this one. Um, But, I mean, that should make you like it even more. I thought he was – Yeah, it says he's questionable for this week. That should make you like it more. Trey Lance didn't look great. Either way, I don't like it. I don't like either one of them. But – um. Yeah, I thought Garoppolo was going to be coming back. He may be, but I know I, it was like a tear in his thumb and possibly even a fracture. So mm-hmm. four and a half just feels like a lot. The majority of NFL games are decided by uh, the four, Rams are at home. They are, but Stafford's been playing like shit. He has, yeah, he has like shit, shit. And the Forty ers they got a decent defense, run game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't love it. I mean, it's not my lock. Yeah, it's not my lock. I don't know. I'm on this game as well. <laughs> Which side? Uh, I'm on the Rams. Okay. Uh, Sonny Michelle's been playing really well lately, uh, picking up the slack for Stafford sucking. Um, and then I think Cooper Cup's going to try to break the record for this week. Um, so, I mean, they'll be throwing Megatron's the ball Megatron's record? No, Michael Thomas's uh, uh, reception. Well, I guess that one's in play too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he needs 11 catches to break Michael Thomas's record, which is horseshit because it's an extra game. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that he would need 11, which That's is a great I, game. That was why I hated the uh, expansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But it's like if you want to force feed him catches, I mean, that might fuck their game plan. So that could throw a team off of their game plan. If that's what he's going in thinking, that I'm going to force feed Cooper Cup. Yeah. Which it's not a bad person to fucking force feed. I mean, he's the best receiver in football. But I still. Mean, 11 catches is a lot. No, yeah, that's a damn good game. So there's a good chance that Michael Thomas holds on to his record. That just goes to show you how good of a year he had. He did it in one less game. So I think Cooper Cup came out and said, like, um, like I'm not going to be that like satisfied if I get it, you know, for week 18, whenever all these guys did it in week uh, 17. Yeah. I mean, that's what he should say, but yeah. Um, one I was looking at, it was green Bay only given four against the lions. You want to take green Bay? I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure they're sitting everybody, right? I don't know. Cause that's the question that people are asking, like, is Aaron Rodgers going to play? Why? This is why they should let him play. Um, why should they? I mean, really, they shouldn't. But that's what that's what the headline was right there. Um, no, yeah, there's no reason that they should. Yeah, because that was when I was looking at too. But then it's like, quite frankly, the they're Packers locked suck in. without they're um, playing for Rodgers and Adams. So. Yeah, it's almost like do we hammer the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> they're playing for nothing. Jordan Love. Um, but it's like, do you want to sit your guys because you know you're going to get a buy next week? You don't want them to get hurt. You don't want them to get hurt, but it's like they're also give me the Lions. They're setting them. There's no fucking way if they let him go out there and Aaron Rodgers gets hurt playing the Lions in a meaningless game. There would be a riot. But the Lions divisional game, the Packers number one team in football points at home. Dan's gonna it's yeah, probably a good bet. Dude. Home team getting points. Dan's gonna hang his hat on that shit. But aren't are the Lions playing for the first pick? Mm, Are they tanking? No, no, no. The Jags, Jags might be. Clenched it? Fuck no. Yeah, because the Lions have if the If the tie. Jags win and the Lions lose, then the Lions will have the worst record. I think the Jaguars have two wins as well. Yeah, they both have two, but the Jaguars are 2-13-1. I mean, the um, the, Col- the the fucking Lions are 2-13-1. Yeah, Jaguars so, are 2-14. and 14. But if the, the, if the Jags win, they'd have three wins. Mm. Who plays first? They both play at noon. All right, they're both going out, and they're both going to uh, try to win. Well, that's funny you say that because I'm on the Jags plus 15 and a half at home, getting points, getting a lot of points against the Colts <laughs> team that is probably still playing for the playoffs. <laughs> this might be the worst bet yeah, of all time. Yeah, I got the standing. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm going right back to the goddamn Jaguars getting 15 and a half against a Colts team that I really like, I think is really good. Yeah, so the Colts haven't sealed anything. Hmm. Still, because, give me the, still give me the Jags. Yeah. 15 and a half is a lot. It was a lot last week, too, and they lost by 50. What are the odds it happens again? All right, what is your next one, Justin? Uh, Next one is the Chargers minus three against the Raiders. I'm on the Raiders. Raiders are. Uh, I think both of these teams are still trying to seal a spot. Yeah, they're both nine and seven. Yeah, yeah. I saw some weird shit where like home team getting points. That and like if the Raiders lose, they both get in, or something like that. What? Something stupid. Like um, I don't know. How the fuck would that happen? I don't know. They wouldn't if they both. If the Raiders lose. Yeah. They would go to nine and eight. Chargers would be ten and seven. Hmm. 
Yeah, there's some there's weird like tie breaks that uh happen over here. Okay. Well who's who's below them? Um so right now the Chargers are in the seventh seed, if it were to end like a normal season. So if the Raiders lose, then they're not getting in. Um so this is what it says by next us next to the Indianapolis Colts. Wins tie break over Los Angeles based on best win percentage in conference games. Division tie break was initially used to eliminate Las Las Vegas. Los Angeles wins tie break over Las Vegas based on head to head win I don't know what the hell that means, but um Okay. If the Raiders lose, they go to nine and eight. Yeah, they can't get in with nine and eight. And the Chargers would go to ten and seven. But if the Chargers lose, is there a way for them to still get in? No, he said if the Raiders lose, that they could still get in. That's what you said? I'm, I'm yes. going to try to find it, yeah. Okay, Raiders lose. They go to 9-8. and eight. Chargers would then go to 10-7. and seven. Colts are in the sixth spot playing the Jags. They're going to win. They're now, they would also go to 10-7. and seven. Patriots, I don't know who they're playing, but they're sitting at 10-6. and six. They've already clinched a spot. All of, the, all of those spots are clinched. Okay, here it is. If the Colts lose to the Jaguars, okay. the Raiders and Chargers would both get in. Regardless of the outcome? Yes. Well, that shit ain't happening. But you're on the Jags. Plus 15 and a half. <laughs> they can lose by two touchdowns. Yeah. No. I'm on the, um, the Chargers. Good, good. All right, I'm taking the Raiders. All right. Plus three at home, getting points. After the season that they've had, and they're going to backdoor their way into the playoffs? Come on. What's the Chargers' path to getting in? Win. If they lose, what happens? Mm. Raiders have more to play for. Do it for Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Well, you said the Chargers are sitting at the seventh seed, huh? Yeah. Where the, are the Raiders sitting eight. at the eighth? And then somehow Pittsburgh hasn't been eliminated, and the Ravens haven't been eliminated. Who are eight and eight? So there's like a lot of crazy shit going on yeah. here in this final. Give week. me the Raiders on Sunday night plus three at home. Yeah, you know what? Wipe the Niners. I'm wiping the Niners. I totally just remembered seeing that they've got COVID going through their secondary. Yeah, mm-hmm. wipe wipe the Niners. Richard Sherman, give me that. the Rams. <laughs> Give me the Rams minus four and a half consensus on the Rams. It was always the Rams. Um, that's all I got. I got four plays. How many more do y'all have? I have one more. It's my lock. Okay, what is it? Saints minus four and a half against the Falcons. I hate that. I know. I hate that I so much. And I think I, that's <laughs> kind of the reason why I picked the Rams because I want the Rams to win. So, so you're just betting with your heart. It, yeah, that's, that's how you got. It could be forty nine and twenty one. Emotional. Week. Is that how you, how you did it? <laughs> <laughs> Just betting what you who you wanted to win. Cause that's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's asking it seriously. Is. I'm on the Saints. Are you? I'm just betting his. Best. <laughs> 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 I'm not a fucking idiot. I was an idiot for um what is that eight uh, ninety games. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yes. I'm betting with him now. I'm not taking the Saints. Not doing it. Y'all put that bad energy on it all you fucking want. When we when we lose, 
and miss the playoffs, it's because of y'all. Oh, yeah. yeah when I'm making your fucking locks. That's not my lock. Yeah. Well, the Rams are my lock. Yeah, well, you said you're doing whatever he does. You're no. You're holding his pocket. Yeah, but look, my locks have haven't seen... Yeah, don't put don't put your fucking lock on it, please. <laughs> Not in the NFL. Um. All right, so that you're done. Yeah, you're done. Yep. Um. My lock's the Lions plus four. Okay. All right, so to recap, mine I have the Lions plus four, my lock of the week. Jags plus fifteen and a half. Rams minus four and a half, and the Raiders plus three, getting points at home. Lions are getting points at home. Jags are getting points at home. Always bet the home team getting points. I've been saying it all year. Go ahead. Um, Chargers minus three. Saints minus four and a half. Rams minus four. Lock okay. of the week, Rams minus four. Okay. Is it four or four and a half? Four and a half. You did this with the college picks last time. You were ta- you were shaving half points off all your spreads. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Ohio State was four and a half. No, I, I, I got it at four. I'm just saying. I whenever I read it out, I erased the point five. When I read it out, I said we've got Ohio State versus blah 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 in the Rose Bowl. Ohio State's favored by four and a half. That's when you step in and go, it's four. Yeah, I know. I, that's you, one thing. Is like when you did we did it with another start recap, and I kind of don't. Uh, you did it with no, but what do you mean recapping? Like when I'm listening to people talk, a lot of times I don't. Um, I'm also thinking about my response. You know, <laughs> you should you should definitely hear like so like when I hear you're saying. on Ohio State or he's on Ohio State, that's all I heard. I didn't hear the exact number that you. There was said. another one. too. Sometimes I'll notice it, but bam, there, bam did it. There was another one that you did it with too, though. I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was um, Oklahoma State. Yes. You had it plus two, and I had it two and a half. But I added two and a half whenever I rewrote it because I said that's bullshit. Um, All right, recap yours for me, Justin. I have the Chargers minus three against the Raiders, Rams minus four and a half against the 49ers, and my lock of the week is the Saints minus four and a half against the Falcons. All right, there you go. That is our NFL picks for the first ever week 18. Um. Record-wise, Nick's leading in college, but last in the NFL. Um, I'm last in college. Got shit-canned in bowl season. Definitely didn't go the way I wanted that to go. But, so, yeah, I mean, we are, um, I mean, before the playoffs, we're, these are regular season records in the book, pretty much. Bowl season with college, obviously. But uh, nearing the end of another, I would call it successful football season. Not so much for me. Um but when you break down locks, dude, because I bet more on my locks, I think I've made money. I've made money yeah, on Yeah, I've definitely made money. I have to go. Well, yeah, I know, yeah, good for you. Um, but because I told y'all, <laughs> like, week 13, I said, I told everybody, listen to the podcast. I'm raising my fucking units. And I've been on a fucking tear <laughs> since then. I was like maybe three games behind 500 back then. In college, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. You definitely turned it around big time. Um. But yeah, NFL Week 18 in the book. Big Easy Bets, episode 101, brought to you by Prediction Strike. Go to the App Store, download Prediction Strike. Go to their website. I'm having a stroke. www.predictionstrike.com. Use the promo code Big Easy Bets, all one word. They'll match a free athlete share of $20 or more. Find a player that you think is going to have a good week. Invest in him, just like the stock market. Fuck Bitcoin, it's tanking. Prediction Strike. Go buy low, sell high, straight to the bank. 
episode 101. You got anything to say before we go? Adios, my friends. Tomorrow's my birthday. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow is Justin's birthday, so be sure to tell Justin happy birthday. You said it. It It's not the year of the hog. It's the year of the... Was nice, the party was pumping. Hey, yeah. And everybody having a ball. Huh.